Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, share, seeing stuff, humor. <laughs> Hi, That's I'm great. Bob. Is that really the way you're going to start? I don't start? think I'm going to get much better. So You don't even, you don't even fit, feel like trying to do it again? <laughs> That's fair enough. I don't enough. feel like doing That's much. That's fair enough. Hey, Bob. Hey, Father Dave. It's good to see you. How are you? Uh, well, as it's you know, you. I have COVID. Um, yep. Omicron. So, so Bob and I were, is it Omicron? Do you know? Well, <laughs> Joe, doc, uh, Joe Path McCurry will tell me fairly soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Bob and I were texting, I think on Saturday, um, I got home on Friday night. We can talk more about yep. all that, but so I said, we're good. We're good for Monday. And he said, uh, he, I think it was just one word, wasn't it? You just put COVID. <laughs> and I said, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding right. me. Uh, but bad. you didn't you didn't say, hey, Bob, maybe you should just sleep and we should take a week off. You just said, so what time works? I'm like, oh, OK, well, I guess that's how. No, I asked you how you <laughs> felt. I said I felt poopy. Yeah. First, you said you felt tired and poopy. But yeah. yeah. And by the way, I, I actually did had... say poopy. I'm not like using code for anything like that's as no, that's no. as vulgar as I get these days. Yeah, right. Yeah. But <laughs> how do you feel? Seriously, like what's going on? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I felt like I was on the wrong end of a beat down. Um, I don't know. Did you have like a really sore throat? I like woke up in the morning with like, I couldn't swallow without like extreme pain. But um, I didn't have that. Yeah, I feel like I'm just having the greatest hits of every illness possible. Um, but I'm okay. You know, like it's just, it's yeah. just not fun. Um, I th- yeah. I'm hoping I'm through the worst of it. The weekend was pretty bad. Today, I'm like, I kind of woke up a bit and I felt like, oh, okay, I can actually move around without like going, ow, all the time. So, are you the last one in your family to have? I am. Or am I the first one to have Omicron? See, it's hard to tell with these things. So, I do you feel, do you feel now that you went through that whole needle, <laughs> uh, horrible thing for nothing? I have nothing? no idea. I have no idea. I actually still, I was thinking about that, but I felt peace about doing it then. So, I'm still okay. I'm told maybe my symptoms are less severe. Because that's of that. my understanding. So I'll I'll take whatever <laughs> win I can get. But I, you know, for those of you that have listened to the podcast, sometimes we've sung the praises of uh, Doctor Joe Patham McCurry, uh, who is a which which we, we should absolutely He's been should. I mean, he uh, what does he? He what saved does he our teach? butt with all our testing. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. He 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 I, took over testing for all the COVID cases the past year or so on campus. I mean, he's just been yeah. amazing. When you need to fly somewhere, you're like Joe. I need a test. He always is there. He was always producing tests. So everything I have to say about Joe is good, except today. So I texted him on Sunday when I started to feel bad because it's really hard to find these self-tests. I mean, they're more valuable than cigarettes in prison. And um, <laughs> I couldn't find one. So I texted him and I said, hey, can I come in tomorrow? This would, you know, was it Sunday. This would be Monday today and get a test. He said, sure, come at 930. And then I found one, which was great. My mother-in-law had an extra one. So I took it. It was very positive. You know, the, the little, looks like a little pregnancy test. It was like bright red. It was like, yeah, okay, I definitely have this. So then I texted him and I said, I don't need to, uh, I don't need the test anymore. I just did a self-test. But he said, no, I still want you to come in. Well, I'm not going to say no because he's been so awesome. I'm like, okay. So then I figured maybe it's some reason for it. So I saw him this morning. He was so giddy because he got some new machine or something. He can tell the variant. He can tell the mutation. Like who you got it from? I mean, your address, yeah, your right. My ancestry.com website. Right, all those right. things. So I was like, oh, good. All right. But 
I was a little bit disappointed when I saw him there because there's a reason why doctors have nurses. You know, like nurses like are usually gentler about things of like needles or, you know, things being stuck up into your brain. And I heard rumors that that Joe was not the did not have the most gentle is hand. This, is this the first time you've been tested on campus? With Joe, yeah. Okay. I've had I've been tested with some students and they've been very great. Anyway, so this was new for me. So I so I sat down and like like normal, like everyone's experienced at one point or another, they they take it and they just jab it up right to your frontal lobe of your brain. This was new though. So he left it there. And then he went back to his table and he started like do mean? doing stuff. So I'm just sitting there with this massive stick out my nose, like trying not to like sneeze or wince or do anything, you know, and he's just doy do doy 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 Well, like, what are you talking like half an hour? <laughs> What's going it it on probably here? was like a minute, but it felt, oh, I mean, really? it was, just, oh, it was okay. like, not just like a, mm, mm, it was like, mm. <laughs> you know, that's funny. So that's funny. I hope he gets whatever information he gets out of it. I'm glad I was his guinea pig. I think he was actually excited that he had somebody that was definitely had COVID. So now he can play with his new machinery. No, I, I tell you for somebody in his field who studies that this whole thing has been, I mean, he's been so helpful, so great oh, for us, but I'm sure he's just learned so much and found the whole study of it really, really interesting. Yeah. So, you know, we all have, we all have things that excite us and that's <laughs> it. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I've got the Buccaneers. Okay. we got to briefly do the sports update. What do you, what do you look, you look so pained. How's, how are the Broncos doing? Well, what, what is the thing in the middle there of your shirt? The NFL, so Bob's the NFL wearing, logo? Bob's wearing, okay, that's what it is. Bob's wearing his new oh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer jersey. Which is actually Christmas a throwback jersey. Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey. It's um, okay. Simeon Rice, who started yeah. in 2002 and was a major part of the defense of the Super yeah. Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers in yeah. 04. Uh now I might like him because he happens to have my last name. Could be, and also his his, his number ninety seven was the year I was married. So there's a, no, there's a lot. There's going a lot on going there. on there. It's actually pretty pretty cool. And he's a great player yeah, yeah. who's in our ring of fame and was part of the Super Bowl winning team. I imagine if there was a Denver Broncos player named Pavanka, you know, yeah. who, whose number was ninety four <laughs> or ninety five. What year did you get ordained? 96. Or 96. It's funny, though. There was, when I was in seminary, there was a hockey player for the Capitals by the name of Pavon. Really? So that was always kind of funny. Somebody, I, to this day, I don't know who it is, but when I came into the seminary and if Pavonka had had a good game the night before, they had cut out the headline from the paper, you know, Pavonka scores big, Pavonka hat trick, that kind of nice. thing. So it was always kind of funny. But I never got a jersey. I should have worked on you, that. Anyway, you really should have anyway, anyway, worked that angle. Yeah, no, it was not. Honestly, Bob, it wasn't a good weekend for me. Uh, Notre Dame made it to the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, they lost by two or three points, which was frustrating. I mean, they played a good team, but still, it was frustrating. They don't win bowl games, do they? They don't win January 1st games. They, they won the last couple of bowl okay. games. But when they play on January 1st, I think they've lost eight in a row. Mm. So that's not good. And then Georgia and Alabama are playing in the national championship. So that doesn't make me happy either. Mm. Uh, Arizona did beat the Cowboys last night. So that, that was a big win. Happy. That was a big win. That was a big Actually, that was a big win. Actually, when I was at home um, with my dad... My brother and I went to the Monday night game oh, okay. uh, for the Cardinals. So that was Who'd kind they of play? fun. We also went to, 
they played L.A. And L.A. is good. They actually lost. The, the L.A. Beat L.A. Them. is good. We also went to a basketball game. My little brother's a Gonzaga graduate. So the Zags are playing. I mean, they're one of the top teams in the country. So me and my brother and all of his boys went to a game, which was actually, it was a good diversion, good to get out a little bit. But it was a, it was a lot of fun. So wait, so did we you guys go to a Suns game? No, we went to a Zags game, to Gonzaga. Oh, I thought Gonzaga was they, in, was like, a, Washington or something. They are. It is in Spokane. I don't know why why it was, but they were having, like, a mini tournament. Oh. So Gonzaga played Texas Tech, and USC played – I don't remember who else who else was there. Yeah. So it was, it was Well, good. before we start talking about trivial sports matters sports. like your father, I do want to yes. mention yes. the basketball thing. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers, yeah. Yeah. they're doing great. Did you go to a game the other night? I was supposed to. I had COVID. <laughs> my, my, and so my daughter, my uh, some other members of my family went. But I, I also I got a, I also got an awesome Cavs jersey for Christmas. Okay. But I'm saving that COVID. for our March podcast. Okay, I don't have COVID. No, you don't. No, so that's whoever whoever went to the game. I'm sure that's fine. I'm sure that I didn't even time. know you were in town. You were so oh, like okay. cryptic about where you were and when you were coming back. Yeah, I kind of wanted to be. Mm. It was just, you know, kind of tired, actually. So yeah. If it, you might be able to sound sounds that way. Well, first off, thank you, Bob. I, I listened. I did not listen to all of the podcast <laughs> um, because I, I've got a lot going on. And that twenty three minutes of your life was just. Uh... Yeah, hey, thanks yeah. everybody I, who did listen to the podcast. I I played a song at the end, Father Dave, that I wrote. I got a lot of great emails about that song and text. So. I always really, I'm always a little bit intimidated when I go solo. So all of you that reached out and texted and emailed, uh, glad, I'm really glad you guys enjoyed it, and I'm glad I can occasionally provide well, some good filler. Uh, when it's funny because uh, be I told, I was texting with my mom this morning, and um, I told her that you had COVID, and she said, "Oh, so are you going to go solo?" Like, no <laughs> way, I have, I have no idea. How to do, I mean, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know where I would start. So no, I'm You'd not. You'd start by I'm calling Patrick solo. Grace at Marcom and saying, "Patrick, come yeah, over like, here." What now? If I just request, well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we don't have to figure this out right now. Just call Patrick. No, but yeah, I did listen to it, and and actually, I really appreciated your your reflection, your thoughts, and your prayers. And and Bob has shared with me that we've just got all kinds of emails, and and uh, I'll get to those and just be able to take a look at those. But yeah, I just want to thank everybody so much. Um, as, as you all know, my father passed on um, Mar December 20th, and it was interesting. It was also the day my grandma died. Mm. So he and his mom died on the same day, and there's something beautiful about that. What did he, what um, but, did he die you know, of? What was the, what was the final yeah, cause of death? Yeah, dad had cancer, and, and I think ultimately he just didn't do well with the chemotherapy that they tried, and, and it, was, you know, it was just kind of one thing after another. He had got a bad infection because of... The type of cancer it produces open sores and that kind of thing on his skin, and so he got septic, and it just—it was just kind of one thing after another. So, but it seemed pretty yeah. sudden, though. But, I mean, it, it didn't seem like something a few months ago you would have seen, yeah, coming, right? Yeah, no. Oh my goodness, no. I mean, um, no, yeah. like five weeks ago, no, huh? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, Dad was eighty-five. Um, so, no, it was, yeah, it was sudden. But it was, you know, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It's, and I've shared before, my dad is just, he's always been my best friend. He's been my hero, my mentor. My dad discipled me. Um, it, yeah, it's just, the, there's this, and I'm sure with any loss, right, there's just this huge hole and 
and the Lord's been close and the Lord's filled it. And, and the Lord was really close to my family. Everybody was able to be together and it was kind of a beautiful time. But now it's, as you know, Bob, you've lost your dad. Now it's kind of trying to figure out what that means and what that looks like. And, and it, it just takes a while. So, yeah. But I appreciate everyone's thoughts and prayers. I, you know, it's funny when, when my brother Mark passed, you know, people would drop me notes and, and I, I dealt with people who passed away before, but I didn't realize how much those things actually really mean. It's like just a little note or even a text or a call. It just, it just means a great deal. So I'm just really grateful for that. And just, you know, at the end, we, we were at a little uh, Catholic hospice center in Phoenix, uh, the villa and the nurses there were amazing, you know, just amazing. And everything about that was just so blessed and so graced and everybody was able to see that was one of the things in the hospital because of COVID, nobody was able to see him. We're just right. two people and had to be the same two people. But the hospice said one of the things they want is to be able to facilitate family being able to be. And that was just, that was just a beautiful, beautiful miracle of the Lord, how that all worked out. So, yeah, so we just continue to, to pray for my father. My father was an amazing man, loved the Lord. Um, so one of the friars, Father Brian, said, he said, Dave, if your dad's not with the Lord, nobody's with the Lord. So <laughs> that's fair enough. You know, I never... But I do. I, I, I appreciate everyone's prayers. So, you know, one of the things I didn't realize until my dad passed away was, um, you know, was going into hospice. I'd never been in hospice until that moment. And what an incredible ministry they do. You know, before that, he was in the ICU. You know, there's all these, yeah. you know, bleeping, blooping nurses in the <clears> yeah, yeah, tubes. Yeah, yeah. And it was just an incredible place. It was so peaceful. I mean, it was such an incredible place mm -hmm. to be. And my dad rallied a bit, actually, once he got into hospice. I guess that's kind of common. Uh, and he, uh, he, he was there for about a week, you know, and then gently passed, you know, with it. But, mm. um, yeah, what a, what a great yeah, place that's that, that is. Place, yeah. This place, it was, it's in, in Mesa, um, and it's Catholic. So, mm. I mean, they had a little chapel there, so when we weren't with my dad, we could sit in the chapel. How long was he in hospice? Just, he got moved there on Saturday, and he passed on Monday. Okay. So not quite 48 hours. Yeah. 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 But, you know, so many, yeah, it was, it, it was, there was just something very graced about it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'll, I'm actually going to call the bishop and just thank him for the ministry, because it's run by the church, it's run by the diocese, mm. and it was just... It was just beautiful, and, and um, yeah, it was just beautiful from that perspective. You know, uh, the 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 nurses were beautiful and were thoughtful and caring and sensitive, and yeah. So I want to just honor the bishop because um, you know there's a yeah there there's so many things that go on in the church that that people always complain about, things, right? But that was something that they'd done that was really really beautiful. So, so speaking of beautiful, the liturgy was beautiful. Um, the, the funeral mass. I'm so glad they streamed it. Um, you know, I wasn't able to be there as many weren't. You know, yeah, time of, of year and stuff. But did you ever like think maybe I wouldn't celebrate that mass? I mean, or was that like a, a given that you were going to celebrate your dad's funeral mass or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things, and and any parent I suppose knows that it's it was really difficult, but I couldn't imagine not doing yeah. it. You know, um, it was interesting though because you always kind of think about your parents' funeral as a priest. You know, 
my brother's one, I never thought about that. That that one was just kind of, I'd never thought about, I don't know why, I just never thought about that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I couldn't imagine not doing doing my dad's funeral. And it was, again, it, I, you you watched it? I think you did, Yeah, yeah, you? yeah, no, I did. Yeah, what what I preached about was my dad's last words were, um, to me, uh, two two things. He said, I love you, which is awesome. And then um, he said, and the and I'll be presented to the Father, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I preached on is is that ultimately Jesus presents us to the Father, and if we live our life faithfully here on earth, you know, He He takes us to the Father. The Scripture says, you know, if if you deny me on earth, I'll deny you by my Father. But if you don't, you know, I'll, if you proclaim me on earth, I'll proclaim you to my Father. And just that's really what gave me some comfort and prayer over the last you know couple of days as I was preparing for the for the funeral. Just that idea and that image of of Jesus presenting my Father to His Father and. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was difficult as you can imagine, but I can't, I mean, I can't imagine not doing that. Yeah. You did pretty good until the very end. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but that was actually, it's funny. Cause that was my mindset. It's like, okay, just let me get through this. And as soon as I got through it, it's like, well, you're done, yeah. but it was, it was great. Yeah. It was just, again, it was, it was graced, uh, you know, having somebody passed. When did what time of year did your dad pass, Bob? Uh, it was in late May. It's like May thirty first. Okay. So, I've, so right I before think. Christmas was no May thirtieth. Interest. Sorry, was right before Christmas was kind of interesting. But <clears throat> you know, we had mass together as a family, and the the Emmanuel God who was with us. I mean, that just took on a very different meaning with going through all this and. And walking and journeying through this, um, God is with us, you know, and and that's what I just reminded my brothers and sisters, my family, that God is with us in the midst of this, and yeah, took great comfort in that, um, and and really experienced His presence in that. And and um, it's actually funny, Tim Delaney, who works at the university, as far as the, with the alumni office, uh, he always talks about the beauty of the church in times of trial and struggle, and and that's absolutely true. Um, you know, the, the sacraments and the psalms and the prayers and the prayers of the dead, the, all of those uh, were, were just such a great comfort uh, to myself and my dad and, and my family. So it's, it's just such a blessing to be a part of this church that has a history and has ritual. Yeah. And yeah, so it was, it was a great blessing. No, it really is amazing. I mean, you know, growing up Catholic, I never knew any other things but the vigil and the funeral mass and the burial but you know when you go to a funeral of somebody else from a different faith tradition or no faith tradition you kind of go that's it you know like it's a very quick mm-hmm. you know and, mm-hmm. and there is a a peace and a pace to the way the mm-hmm. church you know sends the soul to heaven and also helps the family mm-hmm. mourn i mean yeah. i don't think anybody else does it like the Catholic Church does, and I and I think it's really yeah, a beautiful, no, we do it beautiful. And incredible thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I yeah. So I got back, and and I'll be here. Um, I'm supposed to. <coughs> excuse me. I'm supposed to be out of town, but I just think I'm going to take some days and just catch up a little bit, just rest and be quiet a little bit. So, uh, and then yeah, who knows? I'm, I'm supposed to be traveling this weekend, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Just. Maybe just take a little bit of a break. So, yeah. But I was yeah. going to come over. I was going to come over and visit you, Aww. and we were going to go see the Spider Man. Just well, you'll be really proud of me, Bob, because I've been getting ready. 
Okay. Uh, Saturday night, the Friars got together, a couple of us, and we watched Spider-Man 1 Homecoming. Okay. And then last night, <laughs> last night we watched... What? <laughs> You're adorable. Keep going. Thanks. And last night we watched part two. Um, it was what's called the long. It's not a long way I think home. It was, I, I think it was far from home. Far from home. Oh, that's right, because yeah. they were in Europe. So right. we, I am ready for the new Spider-Man movie. Nice. Whenever we'll you just, are, give me next next week. We can do it. Well, okay. Can you wait that long? I uh, maybe. While you're waiting, why don't you yeah. watch Spider-Man? Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. I've seen those ones before. I've seen And then you can watch Amazing Spider-Man. I don't know. And Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I watched uh, Wonder Woman, not Wonder Woman, uh, Black Widow again on the flight home. That's a really good movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. That's a good movie. Her sister, I don't remember her name, is really funny. Yeah, and then she's in... um, um, Hawkeye. Yeah, which was, I think, a very fun show. You're welcome. And the book of Boba Fett's out on Disney Plus. I think we've done all our ads that we need to do. There you go. For Disney there you Plus go. today. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I think it's good that you're taking some time off. I think that's that's really important. You know, you were you were you were sharing with me, and and I just never thought of this until we were talking. If you don't mind me bringing it up, if you do, we'll edit it out. But mm-hmm. you know how it is as somebody who isn't married with kids. You know, as mm-hmm. a celibate, to lose one of your parents who really is your family. I mean, mm-hmm. who really are, um, you know, when I, when my dad passed away, there was a, there was a manner in which I was mourning, but I was also helping my kids mourn. And I, I, in a way I didn't have enough. I, I couldn't take some time in the sense that I needed to help mm-hmm. them process the loss because they're young kids. And now they're dealing with death for the first time ever. Yeah. Um, and I mean, whether that's good or bad, it's just a, it's just a bit it of just a is. I mean, it's your job as a father, right? right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's something that's yeah unique about, about the priest and, and, and maybe particularly a relationship with my mom and my dad, because we're just very close and yeah. we would vacation together and take trips together. And, um, my break time was always with my folks and still will be with mom and that, uh, but yeah, that's, that's all try to navigate all that. And, um, so we'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. It is different. It is different. Um, but, but it, yeah, I, I, the Lord, again, the Lord has been close and he's blessed me. And it's funny when I was celebrating mass with my family afterwards, um, I was saying that in one sense, we're closer to dad in the Eucharist, you know, now, no matter where we are, there's, there's an intimacy and there's a closeness with, with presence of, of that veil between us and, and and that's honestly that's been felt. It really it really has. So it's just you know we we made a decision very early on, and, and maybe this is a downer podcast, but it's okay. This is life. But <laughs> yeah. but we made we made a decision early on that we're, death is not the worst thing. I mean, if you don't have faith and and death is the end, then death is the worst thing, and you do anything you can do and everything you can do. But Dad made it clear, and we all understood that death is not the worst thing. You know, for the believer. So. Um, you know, the, there's a couple of the, uh, yeah, the office of readings was interesting on Christmas. It's, I forget who it was, but it said, you know, there's no sadness on Christmas day because Jesus has, has been born. It's like, okay, <laughs> <You know. laughs> okay. I want to believe that, but, but, right. but it, no, but it's really true. It, it, things like this really f- help us focus on, on what's most important and what we believe and why we believe it and what's true. And, and, and I've experienced all of that. 
Yeah, and to think, I mean, as we celebrate in this Christmas season, that the word became flesh, so it could experience death in that way. You know, that was something that, you know, God never needed to die, never needed to experience that, but did experience that so that we might experience his life. I mean, he really came to destroy death because death just, that's horrible. I mean, mean, you're right. There's not, you know, there are things worse than death, but I just always was comforted by that, you know, those words that God isn't a fan of death either. You know, God hates death and he did so much that it wouldn't end in death for us. You know, mm-hmm. and and so many of the prayers, you know, as I was even watching your mass and just, you know, just such beautiful prayers that the church mm-hmm. gives us, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, about the new, you know, when we're baptized, we talk a lot about death and in our funerals, they talk a lot about life. You know, yeah. it's this funny, it's this funny, almost contradiction of things, yeah. um, but that really do give us, give us hope, right? That's what the podcast is about. You know, mm-hmm. it's, that's it was, it was kind of a, Blessing. The reason I had, I had been scheduled to go out and be at home anyway because I baptized a great niece and a great nephew. So that happened on Sunday, and then my father passed on a Monday. But there was something in my mind and heart that was kind of beautiful about that. You know, the baptism of his great grandkids. Uh, you know, into into life of Christ, and then my father's baptism into life with Christ for, for eternity. There was something. <clears throat> those are things just I need to pray more about and just think more about. There was the way different things came together. I just know the Lord is present and and he'll use it to, to bring other people to him. And that was yeah. always the prayer. You know, again, it was with my mom. Uh, mom and I praying. We did morning prayer and stuff every morning. And um, But that was always it. That We, we said a hundred times, Lord, use this to bring other people to you. You know, yeah. nurses and, and and then through the through the funeral. So the Lord uses these things to bring people. And, and there's already stories of people that encountered the Lord because of, of my dad and, and my family. So we're very grateful for that. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to keep you guys in prayer, obviously. Thank you. And for anybody else out there who lost a loved one recently, or I mean, the holidays are always uh, a moment of remembrance. You know, it can really come back. I, I imagine, Father Dave, you're probably pretty numb with what was going on in terms of your, the Christmas season. I remember my dad passed a couple of weeks before Father's Day, mm-hmm. and um, Father's Day came, and it wasn't like a traumatic experience, but I think we were just all still in shock. I mean, as you know, there's so many logistical things you need to deal with yeah. to help your mom, you know, the changing the names on things. I mean, it's it's kind of this yeah tsunami of paperwork and other things that that happened and then um but it was the next year is the next father's day that really hit you know mm. like it like a ton of bricks because you know it was just kind of moments of memory but it hit not in a horrible way just yeah, yeah. you know after time the, the sweetness and the goodness you know just kind of rises up after the pain goes away so Amen. Amen. so praying for you the Franco family thank you thank praying you for all of you guys out there and yeah, I think that was just kind of our podcast today. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. But I do. I mean, one of the things that I've I've thought about is that there is a community that's developed with our podcast, and mm. and and the you know the fact that so many people did reach out and we've heard that just to let them be a part of that is is a blessing for me and my family as well. And and it, yeah, like I said, I listened to what you did the, 
at the beginning of the podcast and just shared your prayers and your thoughts. And it was, it was very wonderful. So thank you. Yeah. Amen. Well, why don't we close out then? All right. You're a deacon. Why don't you do it? I will do it. All crazy here. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we thank you that death is not the end, uh, that death has lost its sting in the light of your love and your victory that you won for us on the cross, a victory that we celebrate with the incarnation of Christ and this Christmas season, knowing that um, we have hope. We have hope in you, a God who loves us enough to suffer with us and to overcome that suffering. Um, Jesus, we just ask in a special way that you would Wrap your arms around the Pavanka family. Help them. Uh, help Father Dave's mom, especially in this time of loss. And be with all those who are suffering, all those who are lonely, all those who are hurting. Oh, God, all those who don't feel your hope and know that death is not the worst thing that could happen. Uh, bring your life and your light into all the hearts uh, that dwell in darkness. And uh, may everybody share in the victory that you won for us. May the blessing of Almighty God be upon all of you in the name of the Father and the Son. And the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thanks, thanks Bob. God bless you. God bless you and thank get all of better. you. I know, right? Hopefully I'll just kind of lay around a bit and uh, get better. So uh, to everyone listening, thanks for your prayers. We're praying for you. We'll be back next week, hopefully in a healthier state. Uh, will I? Will, can we see Spider-Man this week? No, I guess I'm kind of quarantined for a week, aren't I? But I don't know. I think for five days or something like that. I'm not sure. Okay, maybe we'll see it this weekend. So we'll we'll find we'll find out what happens. God bless. Amen. Amen.